0: all right we're here we're here man this is a weird sight the fact that it's literally just me i am the loner the the ronin the the man without anybody here with me it's just it's just i which is the first time in this podcast's history uh this is gonna be so different uh man but you know what forget it We are going to just go on with this episode, anyways, because it is about to be straight fire, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I know Demetrius, uh, the fallen Shinigami, he's out here completing his side missions and his side quests, and then I'm just over here ready to make sure that you guys still have the rightful and great content that you guys deserve. So, anyways, I'm Demetrius the Rogue Jedi, the Jedi Ronin, and Meech Presents the Blurred City Podcast. So, today we're having a pretty special episode since it is my grand debut as the lone participant of said channel. As such, I have something very special for you all today, and you could guess by the title that it's all about Star Wars and lightsabers because, you know, that's my pride and joy. But before I get into any of that, let me hit you with the legal speed The purpose of this podcast is to explore digital and print media. All sources we reference are owned by their respective companies, and our thoughts and opinions are strictly our own and reflect no biases or corporate agendas whatsoever. Your discretion is advised. And now that we have that out of the way, of course, it's time for our favorite segment, What's Hot? As you know, this is a time where we go ahead and talk about what's new, new and hip out here in these streets. And since it's just me, I can't uh, depend on my co-host to to really gather up evidence over what I missed. So just take whatever I say as that. And I apologize in advance. So first things first, we have ourselves in the anime scene. You have Rise of S.H.I.E.L.D. here, season three, still going strong. You have Kingdoms of Ruin still going strong. Uh, it's just funny because of the fact that the actor who plays the main character of Kingdoms of Ruin is voiced by, uh, now Fumi's, uh, voice actor. So, watching those two back-to-back really gets, hits me every time, and it literally just took me this last time to figure that out. We also have, a uh, Goat Piece still going strong. It's the end of Wano. The crew is has officially left the station. And then Spy Family still being the wholesome family that, uh, we always know and love. Except for these past three episodes because good heavens. Tokyo Revengers is going stupid. Uh, the Kanto incident is in full swing. And speaking of full swing and incidents. Jujutsu Kaisen with the Shibuya incident. Good heavens. Uh, I'm sorry to all the animators. Uh, but this is just pure heat. Now to all the... N- To all the fans of a certain character, uh, just know that this was ordained and there'll be riots in the streets later. Now, another bit of news in terms of the anime scene is the fact that the Blue Lock movie is scheduled to be released on April 19th of 2024. So set your calendars for that day because just pure Black Air Force activity and locked in activity is coming in through there. And in also other news in terms of anime, apparently... Apparently, the world did not learn their lesson when it comes to live action anime other than One Piece being the only one that's successful because now they decided to dip their toes into Naruto. Yes, you heard that right. A live action Naruto series. I'm not here for it. I'm very skeptical. But then again, I was the same way with One Piece. But let's just hope Kishimoto, uh, he, he has his hands in this project. And then also, don't forget, uh, Dragon Ball Daima is still coming. So Dragon Ball GT2. Next off, let's go ahead into the comic sphere. The Spider-Man scene is absolutely uh, insane right now because of the fact that 616 Peter Parker is apparently going to be put into a gang war. That's the next crossover event, and I am not here for it uh, because I'm pretty sure they did a gang war in the past, and I'm pretty sure it's probably going to go a lot better. Uh, but at the same time, we have Ultimate Spider-Man with Jonathan Hickman. And that is going to be just straight heat. Heat, I say. You want to know why it's going to be heat? Because it's going to feature a Mary Peter Parker, who then becomes Spider-Man. That, which has not been done before. And I'm surprised it took them this long. But I'm here for it. So, And then also, the superior Spider-Man's back in 616. He should really be replacing the uh six one six Peter because uh Peter had not been acting right, so we need Otto to get him to bring our boy back into uh greatness again. Uh, speaking of greatness, uh, we have ourselves this new uh series called Carnage. Yes, the Carnage series is back, and Carnage is out here just doing the most. Uh, Cletus has found religion again. And he is the god <laughs> that's that's all i gotta say about that next up we have ourselves the milestone mediaverse in dc that's the only thing i'm pretty much reading out of their comics right now which is kinda crazy uh static shadows of dakota should be finishing up very soon and i'm looking forward to see what is next on their radar finally kelsey press my ultimate goats i can't leave them out of this because we have ourselves the schlub amazing comic and then also kill your darlings which is just as great a comic go ahead and support my boys today now going into tv we have invincible which uh after you've seen that last episode that mid-season finale good lord uh you guys are not ready for what's coming afterwards next up we have ourselves the chucky series which is just always amazing you have monarch for our fellow godzilla fans and speaking of in movies godzilla minus one releases this thursday so go see it because i know godzilla about to be fire me demetrius and another friend we're all going on friday to go see it so please do not uh, spam spoilers in our uh feed thank you very much and then finally the thanksgiving movie is actually pretty good i'm not gonna lie it was pretty solid solid flicks and then finally i need to update you all with something that pretty much happened with me in terms of the realm of star wars that i participated in the heb thanksgiving parade as part of the star wars saber guild legion along with the 501st and every single conglomerate when i tell you that if you wanted me to have a god complex having me walk throughout the city having hundreds thousands of people cheering for you And just waving at you and wanting to like have you do tricks and do different things because they really love Star Wars. Man, that that really got me really got me a bit. Uh, That's just straight empowering, uh, almost to the point where it's getting to my head. But you know what? That's just me. And there's nobody here to stop me from going all all the way deep into pure unadulterated unabashed insanity <laughs> but speaking of star wars let's go ahead and take a moment to go ahead and congratulate the goat the our, our goat the second coming himself dave filoni he has he has finally ascended to cco of lucasfilm what does that mean Everything Star Wars related goes through him. He is the man at the top. And I can't think of a greater man other than George Lucas. Him. John Favreau. And Sam Witwer. Oh yeah. And also Freddie Prinze Jr. They are the only people who I can trust with Star Wars nowadays. And to say that. Um, to see one of them. Specifically Dave Filoni at the very top. Brings a tear to my eye. I'm not even going to hold you. And. But, yes, congratulations to the GOAT. I will definitely, definitely be ready for all your content throughout the rest of these episodes. Now, let's go ahead and talk about the main topic of today, shall we? The lightsaber, a more civilized weapon for a more civilized age. The lifeblood of the Jedi. It is the most iconic weapon in media history. Everyone knows it from its iconic glow to its compact uh, capabilities, destructive capabilities, and the signature sounds that are made, along with the spectacular fights that come throughout it. Today, you all, I am going to to elaborate you all, teach you, learn you a thing or two about the colors of the lightsabers, as well as their origins, both in-universe and particularly outside of the universe in some cases, and just display like who, uh, like who wields these blades and ask the question, which one of these apply to you or what's your favorite lightsaber color? And I pretty much got this idea off of the picture that you're probably seeing on the screen if you're, vi- if you're listening to this via lo- YouTube and just, and just know that like a lot of these, there are many caveats to this. So I'm going to explain this right now all right so for a lot of these right the colors are have many of them have explanations most of them don't so i'm pretty much giving my interpretation as to what these colors represent and then also in terms of like who these will be for i'm gonna give uh some people who have used this lightsaber color in in the disney canon and the expanded universe, are also known as Legends, I'm just going to refer to it as Legends because that is easier to say rather than expanded universe, uh, and also it's probably going to be what I say. But if I end up saying EU at the same time, just know that I mean Legends as well. And then also, I'm, when I'm giving users for each of these, I'm going to mention people in both in Legends and in uh, Canon. So so just be on the lookout for that and then also also this is going to be a big caveat for one character in particular now this character is known as cal kestis he is the main character of the jedi fallen order and jedi survivor games and one of the big things about him is the fact that he has a lightsaber and you can change the colors of it how and it can be many of the colors that that i'm going to be talking about on this list however his canon color as per the novels and other uh discussions and guides and whatnot state that his canon color is blue so i'm going to to let you know right now when i mention characters he goes under the blue category rather than anything else any other color and similar with star killer His primary main saber uh, Galen Merrick is red and then he transitions to blue with the clone also having red but then transitioning into blue as well. So that's so yes that is the canon colors as well as Revan whose canon color is blue purple green and red. He's used all four of those colors, at least at some point. But I'll go ahead and talk about those as we get into that. Spoiler (laughs) alerts. So, in any case, let's go ahead and start with the first colors that we see in Star Wars. The blue lightsaber. The first one we see is the iconic blue. And and this lightsaber is mostly associated with the Jedi Knights. Those who are very combat-oriented. Who rely more on the physical aspect of the force and the physical aspects of lightsaber combat than anything else and and in regards to the users of the blue lightsaber you have Obi-Wan Kenobi Anakin Skywalker the chosen one Cal Kestis Kanan Jarrus and Ezra Bridger those are some of the users and as i mentioned before galen merrick when he turned to the light side as well as the star killer clone which also used blue as well now as i mentioned these are only some of the people i am not going to mention every single person who wields a specific color otherwise we're going to be here all century long and going from there we have ourselves the red lightsaber now this is where the distinction between the cannon the two cannons are going to have differences in explanation this is, of course, the opposite of blue, and George Lucas obviously wanted to use blue and red to denote the you know, opposing sides of the force, the opposing uh, sides of the war, because that's easy for you to recognize. Blue is good, red is bad, uh, unless you're uh, the Power Rangers, where, you know what, that's getting off topic. But in any case, there is a difference in terms of what these represent and how you get these lightsabers. Of course with the red sabers, they're almost always uh devoted to the sith to the evil factions of um, to the dark jedi and all of that above and how you get them is different so in eu and legends right the way you got a red crystal was because of the fact that uh the jedi basically gate kept all of the <laughs> all of the main crystals and the sith wanted to have lightsabers of their own they decided to, you know what, they're going to synthetically grow their own lightsaber crystals. And because of that, it the lab-grown crystals all end up being red in coloration. So that's how they got theirs. And canon, it's actually a lot cooler. So what they do is that they pour all, they get a regular kyber crystal, and they pour all of their negative feelings, all of the dark side, all of their emotions into the kyber crystal. Because the kyber crystals are essentially like sentient uh, through the force. So they're semi-alive. But they want to pour all their emotions and dark side into it to subjugate the kyber crystal and force it to its own bidding. But in doing so, it bleed, the kyber crystal starts bleeding and because of that it turns red and that's what gives it its red hue so some users of it is every single darth you can name up, uh, you can name including darth vader darth sidious darth maul count dooku uh, we got ourselves you know kylo ren he used it darth revan darth malik lord of uh, everybody every single person on the dark side used it but ironically luke skywalker used it in legends to pair it with his green saber because he used two at one point but that's and that's going into the green saber so in out of universe right the green saber was actually created because of the fact that originally in return of the jedi luke was supposed to still have his blue saber or really his dad's blue saber but but in turn but he, george lucas saw that in the background of tatooine it was a blue sky so he feared that the blue lightsaber wouldn't be able to show up in the background so he changed it to green and if you look at old trailers of return of the jedi you can still see the blue lightsaber in the trailers but of course not in the movie now the green lightsaber typically represents those who are more force oriented unlike the blue sabers so they actually focus more on connecting themselves and having a strong connection with the force and using more force related abilities typically and the most common users are as i mentioned luke skywalker qui-gon jinn master yoda ahsoka tano sabine Wren, and in Legends, Jason Solo, aka the original son of Han and Leia, who ends up going into inspire Ben, aka Kylo Ren. So yes, that is green. Purple. Purple out of universe is also quite interesting because of the fact that George Lucas got Samuel Jackson to appear for the prequel trilogy, right? And and he wants his character Mace Windu to stand out from the crowd in episode two because they're going to have a large scale battle for the first battle of Geonosis. Right. And because of the fact that purple is his favorite color, Samuel L. Jackson acts George Lucas like, hey, can I have a purple lightsaber? And George Lucas said yes. So, hey, that goes to show that you, you don't get what you want unless you ask for it. So. Take that with you in life. <laughs> now, in terms of what it means in story, typically a purple lightsaber denotes somebody who's trying to work in balance with the light and the dark side. Uh, typically, those who are a little bit more open to using the dark side, but also still trying to remain in the light as well. So they're trying to use both abilities at once. Now, as I mentioned, mace windu is the first person we see using a purple lightsaber but that doesn't mean he's the last we also have as i mentioned earlier Revan, and Revan's case is pretty interesting because of the fact that originally he wielded a blue saber throughout most of the mandalorian wars and all that but at some point i if i recall correctly it was after he turned to the dark side his blue blade inexplicably with no explanation turned purple so this is the only case where a saber crystal changed colors on its own so that's pretty fascinating but revan primarily used a purple lightsaber so did darth treya of the old in legends and so did uh darth bane in the old uh old legends trilogy as well And then also, we can't forget the twin sister of Jason Solo, Jaina Solo. She also wielded a purple lightsaber. So there you go. Now, the next color on our list is yellow. Yellow is a pretty interesting color. They're almost always associated with the Jedi Sentinels. And we can kind of interpret that as they typically like to hunt down the darkness, hunt down... uh, like anybody on the dark side in order to extinguish them to to ensure peace in the galaxy and are more practical in using uh both the force lightsaber capabilities and just practical life skills in order to get their job done now the main person we see using that is ray scott well, i was about to say ray skywalker I-, I forgot her name's ray palpatine my fault Uh, Also, Asajj Ventress uses a yellow lightsaber, and so does Luke Skywalker for a time. He used a yellow lightsaber in between episodes five and six in the current canon comics. And now in Legends, one specific character also wields a yellow lightsaber, and that is Kyle Katarn. You know, the main protagonist of the Jedi Academy games as well as the original man who got the death star in the legends and eu canon, and in his case he gets a yellow lightsaber when he purifies a synthetic red lightsaber and it turns yellow keep that in mind when we get to the next entry three the next third entry that i'm going to be mentioning so the next color we have is yellow green this is kind of a you know a mix of the yellow and green colors so and there's of course no canon reason behind uh this two this color so i'ma take like my own speculation into that which is the fact that hey you want to hunt down the darkness extinguish it for the galaxy but you have a really strong connection to the force as well now the only known person that we see with the yellow green lightsaber is Ahsoka Tano. Bada boom. Now, next up on our list is black. Now, there's this is a special case because there is literally only one black lightsaber in all of Star Wars existence. And that's the Darksaber. And as such, there's no explanation for why it is why it's black in the first place, or why it has the special properties that it does. But if I wanted to give an explanation, it's the fact that you're obsessed with a particular goal, and you'll do whatever it takes to achieve it. So the owners of this black lightsaber, the dark saber, if you will, include Tar Vizla, its creator, Pre his descendant, Darth Maul, Sabine Wren, Moff Gideon, Din Djarin, and then finally Bo-Katan before the dark gets destroyed. So that's that. And then the white lightsabers. Now remember what I said about Kyle Katarin with the what happened with his uh yellow saber and how he got it. Well, this is the canon version of that instance. So, whenever a Force user purifies a bleeding kyber crystal, that, that crystal is purified of the darkness and of its injuries and healed, and it glows white as a result. Now, the only known person to use a white lightsaber is, once again, Ahsoka Tano, and that is her current canon lightsaber color that she has to this day now next up on our list is orange orange is very particular because again it also has no reason for it for ex- for uh what it means but many uh especially in the eu canon it means that you're looking for for peaceful resolutions and you use fighting as a last resort in current canon we can speculate that orange means you're you're edging closer to the dark side. But you're not fully there yet. So in current canon. The only users of the orange lightsaber. Is Balin. And Sh- Balin Skull. And Shin Hati. From the Ahsoka series. But in Legends. It was used by Yaddle. W- which is funny. Because in current canon. Her lightsaber is uh, green. But they changed but originally it was yellow, and then Freedon Nad. if you don't remember who that is, that is a special Sith Lord, from back in the old Republic days. Goaded man, goated. Uh, but yes, and now we transition over to the next two entries, which are kinda similar, which is Cyan. Now Cyan, uh, in terms of its explanation, again, it has none but i like to uh proclaim that it is a mix between blue and green so you're pretty much in you have like a semi-strong connection to force and you're also trying to balance that with the physical aspects of the force so you're trying to do both at the same time and you get a cyan blade current in current canon the only canon user is anoth estra who's a bounty hunter sent to hunt after Kestis in the jedi survivor games because in that game a few bounty hunters actually get their own lightsabers with each of them having a different color which is kind of interesting now the next color is lights blue where in my opinion i feel like that's cyan in terms of the explanation but you're essentially more calm And you're more at ease than the other uh, variations. So you're more calm than blue. You're more calm than cyan. And the the main user of this color is Terra Sanube. And I'm pretty sure I just butchered his name, but it's fine. Now, the next color is indigo. Indigo is, you know, the mix of blue and purple as such, I believe the explanation for that is that you're more in tune with the physical aspects of the Force, but you're trying to achieve balance between the light and the dark as well. And the only current canon user is Vix Phonix, who is an Old Republic, not an Old Republic, a High Republic character, who is in the current comics right now, and she has the only known canon user of an Indigo Blade. Now, as I mentioned earlier remember Cal Kestis could use all of these colors but his canon color is blue and now the final color I want to talk about is magenta magenta means that you're pretty much compassionate and you typically want to let your emotions run wild and run free in current canon, it's Cleland Cuds again another bounty hunter sent to hunt after Cal Kestis that's his color Or her I don't know they it does that person doesn't have a voice and I killed them pretty quickly but the main person who you think of when you have a magenta lightsaber is none other than Mara Jade Skywalker aka the wife of one Anakin I mean not Anakin the wife of Luke Skywalker in legends now in terms of who or what color of lightsaber i would have i would personally see my my story is actually kind of interesting because i flip flop between colors like like no other it's kind of crazy so when i was younger i'd always want a red lightsaber you know me i'm a menace menace to society right but as i grew older i and i saw the prequels i started liking the purple lightsaber probably because of the fact it was used by the only black jedi but that's neither here nor there and then i realized hey revan also used uh red and purple as well let's go the two goats, the the true goat sith slash redeemed jedi uses purple lightsaber let's go purple and red that's my color combination and then i joined saber guild now as i joined saber guild originally i wanted to differentiate myself you know as i'm trying to make my own character and come into my own i ended up getting inspired by zuko from avatar the last airbender i semi-modeled my costume after his with the brown and the orange and as such i wanted the lightsabers to be orange however at the time uh they couldn't allow me to have an orange blade so instead I went with the next best color, yellow, and that became my canon color for my character for a while, until I did this uh, one event, and I had the yellow blade, but then I couldn't get the other one to turn yellow in time, but it was stuck as blue, and the color combination ended up working so well with the audiences that I, my character was canonly yellow, and then a second blue saber and i worked with that for a bit but then i was like and the yellow and the blue like it won't work out in the long term because of the fact that it's i'm pretty much still modeling myself after somebody so instead again wanting to branch off and be my own i currently and this is crazy because it's going full circle i'm at indigo so the mix between blue and purple why did I choose those specific that specific color or that specific shade of of dark blue slash indigo or the mix of blue and purple? I don't know probably because it looks cool and it's basically like a black light lightsaber but that's currently my color and that's the color I'm sticking with and could it change in the future perhaps. I hope it doesn't because I really do like the color uh, scheme and color uh, option of it, especially like in story and like why my character end up changing lightsabers So many times I create a story reason for that in my backstory being that I my lightsabers get destroyed every time because I'm pouring too much energy into it before finding the true color that pretty much could batch mine. But yeah. That's what I have. And as far as you all go, what is your lightsaber color? What is your cannon color? Go ahead and let us know here today. And that's pretty much all I have. So let's go ahead and go into our uh, plugs and let's get on out of here so for our instagram our ex formerly known as twitter and our threads account we are under blurred city 22 like comment subscribe hit the bell for notifications and stay up to date on release schedules and any sorts of announcements we have we also have our discord linkedin said instagram page where you can join this fine community of degenerates and learn about various different memes and anything of the like we also have ourselves our youtube and our patreon under blurred City Pod. And if you're listening to this on any podcast platforms, if you want to donate a little bit extra cheddar on our Patreon page, you get access to very exclusive episodes not seen on the channel before and probably never will unless the situation happens again. So after that, we also have ourselves our email address, blurredcity22 at gmail.com. That's where you can submit episode suggestions, random fan theories, gig out freakouts, questions for any mailback episodes, and the like. And now finally, I am the Jedi Rony on TikTok, however long we have TikTok left. And with my co-host, uh, we have Mitri underscore dash. That's where you can find him on Instagram. And then if you want to purchase this book, which is which is Phantom Pains, almost a regular tale, you may find that on Amazon and Kindle and all of that uh, good jazz. Now we'll go ahead and end the episode off and hopefully i'll let you all have a great night so this isn't goodbye forever it's just goodbye for now that's the blur city podcast and see ya later